it's an evolution and this is what you're going to get now. Right. And then, you know, converting people over. And then even if some people didn't convert over, well, then, you know, you just keep going with the people that do convert over. You're listening to the Branding Gems podcast, a podcast that is not just interviews and conversations, it's to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question. What are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way? And then we discuss it. Style business. I promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business. And together, we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree, and let's get growing. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and that you're growing this with me and for also supporting all the women on this podcast and for supporting me too. Thank you. And I just wanted to quickly mention if you can rate this podcast on Apple and also follow it on Spotify, that is so greatly appreciated and leave a review. I will read your review because why not? And I want to get to know more about you and and who else you want me to bring on as well and just who you want to listen to. Just grow this with me because I'm literally doing this by myself in my room and I need your help. So that would be awesome. And yeah, I'm super excited to share this next guest with you. She is so genuine and so nice. And I, when I was editing this episode, I I don't know, I kind of low-key wanted to like just cry a little because I was just so happy about how um, grateful I am to meet such amazing women in this life. So um, I'm excited to share her with you and to share this episode with you. So stay tuned. Hello, welcome back to Burning Gems. Thank you for listening, but also for growing this podcast together. My hope is to share each other's advice and collect all these best advice to help each other grow. Today, we have an amazing guest who also is one of the most genuine people I've ever had the pleasure of encountering. <laughs> Say hello to Cheryl Sutherland. Oh my gosh, my gosh. <laughs> So Cheryl is a transformational speaker, business strategist, and founder of Please Knows, a for-purpose company of affirmation-filled products. After spending over 1,400 hours in learning and facilitating personal development, coaching, and reigniting her inner creativity, Cheryl created a company that inspires women to step into their own power by building confidence, clarity, and creativity. So welcome to this podcast, Cheryl. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. And honestly, any like opportunity I have to like play with you, I like run towards. So I mean, like we haven't really done anything since the book. Um, and or like, I think, what did we maybe do a giveaway or something like that? So like, now we get to have like juicy conversations. Yes. yes. And yes. Yes. I totally remember like seeing you for the first time at that Fresh Books event a few mm. years back. Yeah. And you shared such amazing tips and, and you were so genuine about it. And it was so great to connect with you after that and just continue this. Like it's been so it's been awesome. Thank you. 
<laughs> and now we have like a book together, which was featured on Fresh Books, which is so crazy how it just circled back. Cheryl is one of the author contributors for our book, Brandon Quickie. So just to reiterate what the book is about, it's written by 20 amazing women from around the world who share their stories, tips, advice, and insight to help out entrepreneurs looking for some refresher in their business journey at whatever stage they're in, really. And I loved Cheryl's section because she shared her ventures on having a product-based business and goodie and what that entails and what that what comes from it in terms of growing and progressing in that field so good (laughs) sweet so let's dive right into the meat and potatoes what are your top three valuable tips and advice on branding and business and let's start with the first one Okay, let's let's get into meat and potatoes because baby, I'm hungry. No, I think like really the first one, and I know that it's been done. Like people are like, just be yourself, but that's actually that's actually the biggest, most important thing when it comes to branding. People are really attracted to authenticity. They're attracted to something new. They're attracted to something creative. So in doing so, in you letting yourself shine and be a hundred percent you, and I know that there's like levels of that the more you're able to allow yourself to be open, to be vulnerable and connect with people, then the easier it's going to be for people to love your brand, for people to look after you, for people to, you know, advocate for you, share your brand. I know for myself, so one of the wildest 2020 things that happened during Rona season is my Instagram account went down. Um, I just got it back on Sunday I want to say Sunday night at like two o'clock in the morning oh. because mm. I mean, that's apparently what I do is <laughs> in the morning. However, like <laughs> it, was, it was literally 13 days that I didn't have my account. And this, like there has been like all this Christmas stuff that I'm doing and orders that I'm sending out and like all of these things. And yet people actually looked for me on my different platforms and saying like, Hey, are you okay? Not like, where's my stuff? But like, are you okay? Just making sure like, what's going on? Like, how can I help all these different things? In addition to that, like people reached out to me because they were attempting to share my, uh, share my Instagram, share my account with other people as well. So I say all of that to say that even though that like my main form of marketing and connection to my community was down, that people were still looking for me, advocating for me and, and also calling out Facebook for or Facebook and Instagram for just arbitrarily taking my stuff. However, if I was like cookie cutter, if I was just like another random company, people would not be advocating for me in the same way, asking for me in the same way and loving on me in the same way because they know that I'm a real person. Another juicy tip when it comes to branding is being very very clear about who your target market is, therefore allowing yourself to create that voice that you want to have. So let's say, for example, the people that primarily use my products are the ones that I'm speaking to and other people that also um, want to give that same level of transformation, that same service will purchase it for them. However, if I was just, I remember back in the day, I was like, I'm for everyone. And I know that like, that's the worst thing to ever say as a marketer, even though it's true, but the more consistent you are and the tighter you are in your particular niche, who you're looking to serve, what you're looking to give, it's easier for people to say yes or to say no to you. And then um, have them make that like expedite that buying decision. And it actually lowers the cognitive dissonance that happens oftentimes when people will make a buying decision and be like, ah, I don't know about that. Blah, blah. Um, 
Also, um, my last tip is your branding is going to change as you change. You, like your company is going to grow and, um, you know, you'll bring on new products, new services, or you might pivot completely. However, the most important thing is to make sure that you're always authentic with your voice. Like I remember when I first started one of the, I went through so many different phases. I thought I knew who my target was, target market was. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. And then I'm like, no, maybe it's for black women that are like, you know, attempting to deal with mental health and like wanting more in regards to starting their own business. Well, maybe it's more for like, you know, older Caucasian women that have like a little bit more disposable income that are buying these things as gifts for their friends and family. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's this, this and that. And then somebody actually sat me down. They're like, how can you make clear content for these people that you don't really feel like, you know, like, how are you communicating to them? So I think the best thing is like, I had to go back and communicate like me for me. And then as if I'm talking to these people, therefore allowing those communications to be really, really clear and concise. Since then, of course, I've gone through and updated how I, um, how I speak to people because, and then how I have conversations before, like back in the day, it was more like, you know, like, yeah, this is the products. And like, yeah, this is something cool. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. Versus now it's like, what up, girl? Or like, hey, boo, what's up? And um, like, this is what I want to give you and really inspirational and exciting and playful and very personable. And I think people really love that. But then also they're able to grow with me, grow with the brand. And then um, one of the things that I am planning on doing and it is definitely going to happen in 2021 because it's not happening <laughs> this year. It's going through and taking a look at like, how do people perceive my brand so that I can, you know, look at it from the outside in. Like me, I know it's like, you know, you have your kids, you're like, my kids are the best. I love my kids. While other people are like, those kids are trash, right? So <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same way when it comes to your business. When I think of it, I'm very clear about who I'm serving and what um, my communications are. However, someone externally might see the branding and be like, oh, well, I thought this was for kids. Like, let's say, for example, with my um, with my main logo, the please notes is in a Pacifico font. And people are like, oh, I thought it was like Pinterest or like for very playful, like more for children. So it gives me the opportunity to be like, okay, well, how do I want this to come about and asking for that input, getting those external resources. So I can make sure that I am making it super easy for people to say yes, that I'm connecting with who I really want to buy my products and services, and then also convey that value that I have because my stuff is honestly so amazing. Mm -hmm. It is. No, it, that's, that's. I love the spitting of the fiery advice. It's so good. <laughs> um, to, oh, yeah. I was like the first one. And then I was like, here's all three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. So um, heading back, so how would you say translating your best self online? Like, what is the be your best approach for that? Like, when it comes to translating all of that through this online platform and how it's run now? Yeah. So I feel like there has to be a purpose for everything that you're doing. So if you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, um, let's say for example, especially for Instagram, I'm like tr attempting to do like the grid sort of thing. So it's like this day is a share a post. So it's something that has like my face or, you know, talking about like me or something that I'm doing. The second one is going to be a product post. So talking about a particular item in the line and then, you know, having a clear call to action of like buy now or learn more, or research more, whatever. And then like the last one 
is an inspirational quote, something that's a little bit more lifestyle focused for engagement and then also uh, to help people connect with the brand in different way. You know, like you've got that give, give, ask sort of situation going on. And I feel like writing out, okay, what is the subject? And then what is the value that I'm bringing? Or what is the value that I want to give? And then what is my call to action? Because without a call to action, you're not really going to, like, people are going to be like, okay, cool. Like, what do you want me to do with this? Right. Um, and one of my favorite ways to do that is actually doing a lot of dictation. So both on my iPhone and on my Apple, like my MacBook Air, I figured out like you double tap the function button and then you could just go to downtown with the dictation. And that really helped me make my post more conversational versus robotic or like, what do I feel like other people want me to say? Or what do I feel like I need to say versus communicating like, Hey, um, I'm really excited about this. This is what I want to communicate. And this is how you could do it. And this is your next step. And it's going to be so great. Like really being able to give people that vibe that I'm unfortunately not able to give them in real life because, you know, the Rona. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that forbidden word, the Rona. Um, so another question that went with your third tip. So let's say like 2,000 people found you from this particular event and then another 1,000 found you from this, but that was when you already pivoted to some sort of, of, of a different, I guess, version per se. How do you kind of bring that all together in one so that it still communicates that same voice and that's, that those 2,000 people or like that 1,000 um, amount of people would still – get get that overall brand of yours. Yeah. So I feel like, let's say, for example, when I first started my company five years ago, I was selling sticky notes and it was just sticky notes with affirmations on them. They were hashtag amazing. And I knew that the whole, the whole umbrella of the company was about personal growth and you know supporting people and changing their mindsets and loving on themselves more and seeing themselves for who they really are more. And so the next natural step was to release an additional product. And then I continued doing that. And then it evolved into um, supporting people in using the products and applying these processes into their day-to-day lives. Like it's great to get a guided gratitude journal. However, some people will be like, yeah, this is going to be my next step and still struggle with actually opening up in the morning. Like, what is it that I really need to do or how, what is my next step? But in going through the process of showing people how to do it and like some different opportunities, whether it is a gratitude workshop, whether it is like a career transition workshop, like all these different spots, then it's it's still underneath that umbrella. So it, it really depends. Like, let's say, for example, if I started off doing this and then I'm like, you know what, I really want to start like a cryptocurrency company. Well, that it's like there, unless there's like a, something that's in alignment, um, brand wise, or even like if there's a a theme or a distinct thread through them, it doesn't really make sense. And therefore you would create like a whole different brand, still letting people know like, Hey, I I'm doing this as well. If you're interested in this as well, this is another way I can support you and like cross pollinating that way. However, these are two different audiences they are two different um, sets of value. There's two different things that people are getting from those two businesses. And therefore Mm -hmm. they're going to be in completely different silos. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So yeah, when you have that brand core already established, no matter all the things that 
flourish from it, whether it's the sticky notes and the gratitudes that evolved from it, it's still under that umbrella. So it's always going to be under that umbrella, no matter how much you grow and evolve. So that makes Mm -hmm. so much sense. I love it. So I guess from what you said for your second tip on how important it is to be clear in your messages. So how would you convey that? Like, like sometimes people can take it and see it for themselves apart from what it actually is. So how do you make it more clear for your brand to be communicated and for the message to be even more clear so that people can see it for what it is instead of how they want to see it? Yeah, so I feel like the best way to communicate the value and your intent is just to be consistent because the thing is, you don't have the ability to change how people perceive something or receive something. All you can do is to continue to reiterate something. So let's say, for example, um, I have a friend um, who is struggling a little bit with their self-esteem. And when we have conversations in perfect, they're just like, Cheryl, like, I love this. This is amazing. Like, I feel really good about this, et cetera, et cetera. And then when we do it through text messages, what he receives is that he's not good enough that, you know, he's feeling very insecure, that he's feeling a little bit of anger, that there's a lot of pressure. And when we have phone conversations, he's just like, well, I I don't understand like why this is an issue. I was like, what is this issue? There is no issue. This is where I'm still coming from. Right. So, and it's, it's, each person has that level of perception that they can choose to modify and choose to change. So all we can do realistically is continue to drip consistently that message that we really want to have. Like, what is it that we really want to give up? What is it that we really want to give them? What our unique selling proposition is like, what is the value of working together or getting these goods from me or, you know, um, joining into a private community, like what is the benefit and come with that level of value and that will allow you to create more of what you want. Oh, that's so interesting. So essentially being repetitive in your brand's message so that people don't perceive it to be a different way because it's been said to them over time and repeated enough so that they remember it to be what it is instead of how they see it. So that's so interesting. And, and in that, when they remember it, the the brand or the product or the business, and then you'll be able to have those offerings and those services because they remember you for it. So that's so interesting. And actually, when it comes to brand evolution and brand change that comes over time, what is that? What is what do you think is the best way to maintain that change so that there's still that level of familiarity for the brand's audience, existing audience already, and that it wouldn't be over overly changed and that it'll be changed enough to fit the times. I think it really comes down to having those conversations with your audience. I feel like 95% of the time when people does go through a re when people do go through a rebrand, they're not really changing their name. They're usually changing like their logo, et cetera, et cetera. There have been some companies like, um, like especially let's say for example, like musically switched to, um, TikTok. And in the change, it was like, this is the format that we have right now. And we're going to become a more like a richer platform where you can do more things. Right. So they were very good in regards to saying like, it's an evolution 
and this is what you're going to get now, right? And then, you know, converting people over. And then even if some people didn't convert over, well, then, you know, you just keep going with the people that do convert over. Um, however, normally when I see a lot of these rebrands, the name is generally staying the same and it's just like the logos are adjusting a little bit. Um, sometimes the colors will like, there'd be like maybe it, let's say if you have like a two color logo, one color will change, but that main primary one stays the same. So, you know, like you're still going to have that common thread and that common evolution. Um, and just really reiterating, this is who we are. This is why we changed it. Fresh books. I actually went through a little bit of a rebrand where they changed their, yeah, they changed their logo and they also changed um, the font that they use as well. And um, they kept their colors the same. However, they went through and they sent, there was like an email. And then I also saw they did a, um, a LinkedIn post as to the reason why they decided to go ahead and change it. And like the level of accessibility is easier for people, all these different, all these different things. And it's inviting people on that journey with you. Like we're growing up together, we're moving mm -hmm. together, and that's super important. Yeah, I love that. It's really so important to communicate that with your audience and those loyal people that have been there since day one because you also want to update them and have them grow with you throughout the whole mm -hmm. process. So that's so important. So when it comes to like communicating with your audience and building that trust and loyalty with them, what are your like best practices in doing so? <laughs> um, I feel like the only way that I've been able to communicate trust is just being a trustworthy person and just acting from that space. So I actually did a Facebook or an Instagram post the other day and uh, I always said I'm not going to be that girl to cry on live like I'm not doing that and that's what I did I cried on live because um like the, basically just communicating that there was an error or there was an issue like Rona has really done a number for and I, I like I'm going to say for myself but like a lot of these product based businesses where you know our suppliers are not able to get things in time like um, and, um, you know, like just the shipping costs are more expensive and getting things here and there, like they're doubling in time. And normally, like I had the product launch this, this fall and normally for me to create brand new things and then reorder existing things and like do these changes takes half of the time. Like I should have had all of my products in my hot little hands, the 1st of December at the latest. And now it's December 21st and I'm just receiving a small portion of the, the original order that I air freighted over. Right. So I think it's, it's, it's having those conversations and then also showing up like everybody, everybody that orders from me, um, I always vow or like I attempt to get their order out, you know, on time, add a little bit of extra love, like all those extra things. And then in return, they, you know, support me by offering social proof. So they're showing like, oh my gosh, look at this journal or, oh my gosh, look how I love to use this, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, that really supports other people in trusting the brand and also um, knowing that this isn't just like, like a random print shop. This is a real person that's, you know, that's really invested in, in the people that use my goods and really care about these things. No, I love that. I love that you really bring 
everyone into the whole process of it. And it's so important to even do that because it essentially becomes a, their own product in a way. Like they're so happy to see it grow and this is grow it with you. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you still show up during these times and really break down like what, what, the situation is and and have them still be part of your journey and still listen and and to hear each other through that it's it's so good it really is so good it really builds that um that relationship with all your followers and all your um the audience that you you know you built so far it's so good I mean I hope so (laughs) it totally makes sense and it's so true like that's just so that's just how like relationships are too like you're really building it with them you're really breaking it you're really like telling them exactly what is happening and have them be alongside with you through that and, and and have them support you through that and supporting each other with that like it's so good Yay. Yeah, that's actually something I've been working on, I guess. It's like, I'm really good at being vulnerable. I'm an open book, like ask me all the things. However, when it comes to actually being in my business, I like as I have such a high standard for what I want to give people, it's really difficult for me to like, I don't want to disappoint every anyone, especially when it comes to people purchasing your goods to give to other people like that is Honestly, it's like an like I share it on my Weepy Live. <laughs> um, it's on my IGTV if you want to watch. But like it's it's so imperative for me that um whenever people buy my products, it's like they're saying that I trust you enough or I care about um I trust you enough to support somebody that I care about. And that's a huge for me, I take that as a huge responsibility. Some other makers don't. Um and and coming with that level of service, coming from that service mentality, that servant mentality has always been very important to me. And so um, now moving forward, like making sure that I can still give people that same sort of connection, that same sort of feeling and understand that. And and hopefully people also understand like that I'm attempting to do, um, give them that level of service, give them that level of quality with anything that I do. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it truly shows when there is a heart behind that brand and business and that includes like the products, like when there's that heart and level of care for that product that is to be created and when that maker's passion and heart behind it is clear and communicated concisely to the audience, like there's that level of connection that is built with the audience. And also it's it's so clear mm-hmm. when one has such a passion and love for their product and it shows really well even for you like your heart is so behind the product so I love that so when it comes to corona aka the forbidden word how has that been like and how can brands adjust to this huge change of it all and do you have any advice for that for yourself and and from for um yeah so in regards to how to approach your business during the Rona season and, you know, touching in on that branding portion. It is really about continuing to communicate 
why you're special, why you want to support people, like really getting people enrolled in you and, uh, and your why, therefore allowing them to really understand it. And then now this is the time where people are spending more time, you know, on their phones or on the internet. So they're able to see you more, but also, um, if for any reason you're going through this transition in your brand, again, like some people are like leaving their jobs and stepping into coaching. Some people are like completely pivoting because they're understanding that where they're at in their life is not what they want and they want something different. And you have this opportunity to support them in creating this change or, or for yourself, you might be going through that same sort of process. So I think the most important thing is just to be really connected with what you're looking to do and how you're looking to support people. And I've actually got this new, um, it's so good. Uh, this new, um, workshop bundle coming up and it's actually called get clarity in your calling. And it's so good. It's basically, um, your, my, it's basically created to support people that are entrepreneurs in really figuring out the next steps in their business. You know, if you're hitting a plateau or you're just starting out, like, what do I want? What do I want to do? How do I want to change this? Like, like kind of like what you touched on previously for myself, normally I was doing a lot of stuff in person because I felt like I needed to. And then now with the Rona, I had to pivot to offline. So like, or online, I should say. So like how, like, are the things that I was doing before serving me? What do, What is it that I want to do? How can I support people in a way that feels really good to me and stepping into that? So if you are looking to get clarity on the next steps in your career and move forward with that, you're going to want to check out um, this amazing workshop, you know, create clarity in your calling and, um, and move forward mm-hmm. with that. So it's only like $39, which is amazing because mm-hmm. it's like $189 yeah. value, but it's like hashtag amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. It sounds so good. It sounds like it'll really help someone who, because times are always going to be moving. Like that's how time moves. And to have someone really guide them through this movement and what direction or what steps comes from their next move. It, I think that's, I think it's so good for them. Yeah, it's it's all about making sure you're doing something not because you feel like you have to, but because you want to, because it feels natural, because this is the next natural step, right? So uh, the only thing that gets tricky with that is so many people don't know how to figure that out. Like they've worked a lot from like, oh, this makes sense or from that headspace, like quantifying it that way. And like during through this course and like uh, with the additional materials attached, the meditations, all of that, you're able to really connect to like, what is it that's important to me? What do I want to create? What legacy do I want to leave? What have I not allowed myself to risk? And asking these questions that you most likely have Mm -hmm. never asked yourself, you're going to get the sense of like, oh, this is my next Mm -hmm. step. Sounds amazing. I really encourage anyone who is looking for all of the all the all of that movement all that advice to really attend that workshop sounds like it'll be a good one (laughs) so thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast what is next for you what's what's happening next so uh just moving everything to be more 
not more online, but more in alignment with who I am now. So in growing the business, I went through different ideations of like, you know, just creating new products and supporting other people and creating products. And then like, you know, doing my workshops and doing more online stuff. And so now I'm like really figuring out how to put everything online, have it be really digital so that I, I can allow in the finances I desire and help more people, right? There's only so many people that I personally can work with one-on-one and in automating a lot of these things, then I can really touch more people and support them. And then it also supports me because then I get to uh, have more free time. I get to have my energy focus on the things that really bring me joy and like allow good things to happen. And then one of the things that I do want to do is I, I have this opportunity to take care of myself more. So I want to go to the Caribbean for a couple months in, yeah, yeah. Yes, um, go back home for a couple of months and just chill and let everything here be handled. And then, um, so the only thing I have to do is like pop into my email every once in a while. And that is the dream. Well, that is not the dream that is coming to fruition. So um, that's that's my big thing for 2021 is like getting myself out of my business and on top of my business. It's exciting. I'm sure that you'll find you'll definitely find ways to really show that across. And, and amplify all of it through like all these digital platforms it, it's so like i'm so certain that you'll be able to do that <laughs> so that's so exciting and hey, thank you so much and where can people find you yeah so um you're gonna find me on the internet <laughs> um uh, if you're on instagram you're gonna find me at please notes goods if you are um checking out some more of the uh, digital go- or any of the goods like the journals and such you're going to just go to pleasenotes.com um, if you want to look at more of the coaching consulting workshops etc cetera, etc cetera, you're going to visit cherylsutherland.com and lastly if you want to connect with me on clubhouse if you're on clubhouse I'm on there just as Cheryl S mm-hmm. awesome well you guys definitely have to check out Cheryl I, I love her she's just so she's just a burst <laughs> of energy and her genuineness through all of it, it it shows so heavily and it's it's so nice to have like in this internet space and like just in the space overall like it's so good so good (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in and for hearing her top three advice everyone signing off and follow along definitely keep in touch and and tell us how how you like this episode so Yes, talk to us. Connect. Yes. Let's make all this magic happen. <laughs> awesome. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. Hi, thanks for sticking to the end. You made it. Uh, so, I just wanted to quickly mention if you want to submit yourself or if you want to submit somebody to this podcast and growing this together, definitely do so. You can do it at brightinggems.com. Just submit the person that you want to be on this podcast, and it could be yourself or somebody that you know, and we will go through it and screen them accordingly so that we'll get the best of the best on here. So, bye everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.